2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors is sponsored by InnerVine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at intervine.com.
4: Chad Ellis is going to start this show Lenny Kravitz version of American Woman has caught me off guard and I don't know how to start the show now you're welcome that's a great song Welcome into Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us for another show this week. My name is Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis. And connected via the marvel of modern technology as we continue to practice proper social distancing (laughs) is my partner Bo Matthews. Bo, how's it going? Tony. What's I'm happening? good, man. Hey, did you survive the, la- the lake of the Ozarks? I Were you part t- of that, t- uh, the mosh pit? Yeah. So we'll talk about that as the show goes on today. And maybe we'll talk about a little, <laughs> bit, maybe we'll, we'll, uh, dial in a little bit more on that on this week's podcast exclusive. You made national news. Okay. Yeah. I, I know. Uh, so yeah, I was the lake this past weekend, Memorial Day weekend and. Uh, I guess this is a good time as any to remind folks that we do put out two podcasts of this show every week. Uh, we podcast the the show that you're hearing now. We actually put this pod the show podcast out before the show even airs. We put the podcast out on Fridays, and then we put out a podcast exclusive, which is some content that you can only get. ...via the podcast, and we put that out on Mondays, and you could get both of those podcasts just about anywhere you get podcasts, but I would suggest that you get it at the Radio.com app. I think that's the best place to go because once you have the Radio.com app, you favorite the radio station, and then you can stream the station 24-7, you can rewind live radio... And you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. So that is a really good uh, little tool to use. We're going to bring our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, into the discussion in just a second. I did want to just touch on this quickly. And, uh, I don't, I don't really plan on talking about this too much unless you guys want to, but I, I just wanted to address the situation happening in, uh, Minneapolis. We are going to be talking no to the Chief of Police of Florissant, uh, Chief Fagan coming up a little bit later on in the show. And we're going to talk to our buddy Mike McCleary from Intervine a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but, uh, you know, that is sort of in the realm of Second Amendment Radio. Bo, I hear you say, oh boy. Uh, I just want well, to it's, it's, go ahead.
3: Yeah, no, it's just sad. I, I grew up in Minnesota, right, in mm-hmm. Rochester, and then I spent uh, my, my broadcasting school days in Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis, and it's such a great, it's a great state. The people are so nice, they're kind, and, you know, anywhere in this country, it's just so sad to see this story uh, come out, and a and guy lost his life yeah. over it, too. So yeah. just before we started the podcast, I thought, not that the guy deserved to die at all, but what happened before this? What happened, like, you know, the Michael Brown case? What happened before that incident happened that took
4: his life? Mm. And because we don't know everything, but right. anyway. Yeah, well, and and here's the thing. I, it, it looks like this police officer, from what we know so far, and what the mayor of Minneapolis is even saying, this police officer was completely out of line and needs to be held accountable for his actions. And if that's the case, and I agree with that completely, but what I don't like to see is, which is exactly what we saw here, is the rioting and the looting and the destruction of all these stores and the looting of all these businesses in that area, that's not going to expedite justice. And if, and I think that they're, I could be wrong about this, but I think that they're on track. I think that they are making that progress too. They fired the officers involved, and I honestly believe that they're going to be arrested and charged f- for this, what happened. And so far, that seems to be, unless you could present some evidence to the contrary, that seems to be exactly what needs to happen. And so, Hopefully the justice system plays its way out and I just wish that we would give the justice system an opportunity to play out and if it doesn't then I, obviously looting and rioting is never the right answer but then of course. maybe there's a much bigger reason for protesting but I th- I think that the, I think that justice is going to prevail in this case I could be wrong uh but I think that it I think that it is and I just wish people would let that happen because I hate to see these businesses destroyed. We saw it here. We know how much that affects people's lives and how much damage that can do when you're, um, when you're, when you're destroying a city like that. So it's just really sad to see. And, um, I hope that, uh, I hope that everybody up there stays safe. And I hope yeah. that, uh, like I said, I hope that uh, justice is served up there, but, um, I don't really want to comment too much more on it because we just don't know all the details yeah, yet. You're right. You're right. And you gotta uh, be careful. And, and and seriously, I mean, you know, when you look at the video
3: and everybody's seen it by now, I, I just don't understand why they didn't have the guy in handcuffs any quicker. That that that's my question. Yeah. Well, I don't you think. Know, I don't got, think there's ever
4: an excuse for the uh, the way that with the knee on the neck. I, I don't think there's ever. I don't think there's anything that you could ever show me or tell me that would justify that type of behavior. And so I think that that uh, I think that that officer needs to uh, be brought to justice. I think he needs to pay the price for whatever, you know, crime he may have committed. And right. I think that there I think that that's the way that that case is heading. And, um, you know, I just I just wish that uh, I just wish that the justice system would get a chance to play out before um, we start uh, looting buildings and. And,
3: uh yeah Ryan. the court of public opinion is is out there and and you know the press does that the tv news networks they they just hammer it over and over and over and it's just like okay let's get the facts but you know videos get out that's what we got these boxes we carry around every right. day that's what they do you know
4: okay but, anyway. so that's that man we will continue Stop. to cover that story yeah <laughs> we'll, wait, and we'll continue to cover that story as as you know the weeks go on but right now you know i don't i, I feel like that's about all i'm comfortable in saying because there's more details to to come out
3: and uh how many times have you thought of ferguson during this time though tony i mean it's just
4: it all comes back to you right well yeah and i mean i was people who who had been listening to me for a long time know that i was in ferguson almost every night that that happened uh covering that situation for the radio station so i was I was there, you know, and and saw what was happening with my own eyes and knew what the truth was between what was being reported in the news sometimes was not exactly the uh, accurate thing that was happening on the streets. And it was one of the most sad things I've, I've ever seen for so many reasons. Somebody mm-hmm. lost their life, and then so many businesses were damaged, and so many other, you know, uh, lives were affected by that. It was just horrible, and I hate to see that happening now in uh, in Minneapolis. So, uh, we'll, like I said, we'll continue to cover that story as it goes, but I thought it was important to address it here at the top of the show. Let's go ahead and get our buddy sure. Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, who joins us at the beginning of the show every week on the line with us. Aaron, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys? I can't complain. How are things at uh, Southern Armory as we continue to try to kind of get back you know, to normal?
0: Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking yep, brisk. Uh, huh. You know, with that being said, uh, wholesalers are still shipping into us, but it's we take everything we can get. You know, the story still really doesn't change. Uh, this week, we had another lady come in, wanted a gun. Her said, hey, let's go look at a couple other places. They came back, and uh, the gentleman... Uh, Inside her that was looking at guns bought the one that that she wanted. So she had to uh, wait for us to get more firearms in from Smith & Wesson.
4: You know, there's another news story that I wanted to bring up while we had you on the line, Aaron, and get your thoughts on it, because, you know, we see some of these tragedies and some of these, you know, uh, uh, terrible things that happen around the country. Um, and then it always, I don't know if this one will spill into gun rights, the, what's happening in Minnesota. I don't know if this will spill into the whole uh, gun rights uh, debate or not, but uh, if somebody can find a way to connect the dots, I'm sure that they will. But this, uh, I thought, was very interesting. A story just came out of New Zealand. New Zealand, very famously, about a year ago, just over a year ago, passed a law that uh, eliminated all... I think semi-automatic weapons. It eliminated all uh, additional magazines. So I guess only the the way I read it is only the the magazine that comes with the firearm. You can't you can't go and buy an, a, a a magazine that would add additional rounds to whatever uh, gun you're buying. And, and just some other very strict gun laws that went into place at the end of March of 2019. And in that year. Um, Since that passed from the day it passed to 12 months later, which was just, you know, a month or a little more than a month ago, uh, New Zealand saw the most crimes involving firearms in in over a decade since the since since the the new rules, since the law was passed that year, that the year that the, the one year since this that one year with the laws in effect. Is the, is the highest year of crimes involving firearms in over a decade in New Zealand. So one thing that continues to prove to be the truth is that taking guns away from responsible, legal gun owners does not curb crime. And uh, oh. that's Aaron, that's something we've talked a lot about on this show, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on on that story out of New Zealand.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't surprise me at all. When you look at other countries that have passed these laws, they saw an increase in violent crimes. So, like you look at Australia, all of a sudden they started having home invasions, which would never really a statistic. When you look at like Great Britain, all of a sudden they started using knife attacks or knives to attack people. And then when the knife started getting taken away with these booths, they started using, like, boiling oil and acid. So all you do is when you give a a mechanism to disarm law-abiding people, whether it's a gun, knife, baseball bat, et cetera, uh, it just provides opportunities for the criminal element to come in and uh, abuse these armed defenseless citizens all while they wait for law enforcement to try to get there to save the day.
4: Bo, what do you think of that story? I,
3: you know, it, it it's actually uh it's a it's a carbon copy of what they've done, like in Illinois with the gun laws that are so restricted. And it's for the especially like you in Chicago, law.
4: particularly in Chicago. Yeah,
3: yep. uh, uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, isn't isn't Illinois talking about being uh, north in Illinois and south in Illinois, like North Dakota and South Dakota at some point. Uh,
4: but, <laughs> yes, it, yeah. it could make no, a difference. There are many make, people make, in Illinois that are trying to. Uh, make Chicago be their own state. And so the rest of Illinois can can be their own state as well. Yeah. It, it that's, just a real, reminds that's a real me, thing. <laughs> it
3: is. It it just reminds me how lucky we are to be in the state of Missouri. That's where I live. And and that we have the freedom. I matter of fact, I was just having a conversation with my cousin in Minnesota, uh, you know, prior to all the news headlines that are going on. And he goes, so you can carry anywhere you want? I was like, yeah. And he goes, and do you? I said, yeah. It's like it's like putting my wallet in my pocket. I mean, it's just that's, that's the norm for me just because you don't know when somebody's going to, you know, blow a gasket and lose their mind. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a hero. I'm just saying I'd rather protect myself yeah. in, in any kind of situation.
4: Yeah, and Aaron, getting back to what you guys have experienced at Southern Armory throughout coronavirus. And again, it's something that we have talked about almost every week since we've been going through this pandemic situation is that a lot of people are... Uh, that that never saw themselves as being gun owners whether they were against it or not you know I think maybe you know some were, maybe some weren't but people who just never felt comfortable having a gun in their in their house or maybe never saw themselves as a gun owner you've seen those type of customers probably more than ever in the last two or three months since coronavirus since the pandemic has hit and I think a lot of people I think this I think this uh, made a lot of people realize how much they appreciate their Second Amendment rights. When you say that that has been a, a large percentage of the customers that you've seen throughout this pandemic?
0: Right. And the other thing that I think that's kind of driven that is the fact that they were releasing prisoners from these medium security prisons and county jails, city jails, et cetera, Just because uh, they didn't want them to get the coronavirus. And they put them out and all of a sudden they start reoffending. And I saw an article the other day saying that you know, 50 people that had been released from the minimum security uh, workhouse uh, had reoffended and been rearrested. Uh, other stories where they arrest somebody, they don't normally would, would go to jail and await uh, an arraignment uh, and bond, then they just release them and then they reoffend, you know, a day later and they're back in there for even more of a serious crime. So it's just kind of become a free for all. I think people have realized that, yeah. you know, multiple cities said, hey, we're just not going to respond to this, this kind of crime, you know, X, Y, Z, you're, you're just kind of on your own. So, you know, the joke, the joke, you know, kind of the memes I saw were, oh, Purge is about to start for the next so many months.
4: Right. Aaron, it sounds like you're at a concert. I heard somebody performing in the background there. <laughs> Where'd he
3: go? No we lose He's anything? going to get a beer. <laughs> no, I'm still
4: here. Yeah, That's the radio in the background. Gotcha. Hey, bef- uh, before we let you go, uh, speaking of that, <laughs> all of these new, um, uh, I ask you this every week, but I think it's important that people know when this becomes available to them, uh, especially all these people that have guns for the first time. Uh, what's going on at Southern Armory as far as CCW classes and advanced pistol classes? Uh, are you guys getting closer to uh, having your timeline in place? for when those classes will be available again and just for people that aren't familiar with Southern Armory, all the different ways that they can follow you and, and come out and see you.
0: So you can always schedule one-on-one classes with us, use our firearms training simulator, small groups, etc. cetera. Classes, I imagine, will be starting back up sometime in July, maybe August, um, and then maybe uh, in a limited capacity. You can find us at uh, one mile at least the 270 and 44 at 9901 Watson Road at Crestwood. You can follow us on Facebook, Southern Armory. Second Amendment News Podcast It's another way for you to connect with us. There's about four or five episodes now of that. And then, of course, SouthernArmory.com.
4: SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. And that is the owner of Southern Armory, Aaron Tarlow. Thanks for your time, my friend. We will talk to you back here same time next week. All right, see you guys next week. Bye. You bet. All right, we are going to take a quick break. And like I mentioned, a little bit later on in the show, we're going to talk to our buddy Mike McCleary from Intervine, one of the great sponsors of the show, and uh, somebody who sells a lot of great camping equipment. So we're going to talk a little bit about the great outdoors when we get Mike on the line. And coming up next, we are going to talk to. To the chief of police of the largest city in St. Louis County, Florissant, Missouri, uh, Chief Timothy Fagan is going to join us. We're going to talk about the challenges that he is dealing with and police officers and police departments all around the county are dealing with as uh, we try to get things back to normal and things start to open back up after, uh, hopefully, as we get through the, uh, the end of this coronavirus pandemic. We'll talk to Chief Fagan when we get back. On Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. 2nd Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors, Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis. My partner, Bo Matthews, is practicing proper social distancing and he Still. is connected uh, and is at home. And in just a moment, as I mentioned in that last segment, we are going to talk to the chief of police of my hometown, Florissant, Missouri, Chief Timothy Fagan, going to be joining us in just a moment. We did mention in that last segment uh, about the Lake of the Ozarks, how that made National news last week and how I was down there at the Lake of the Ozarks. However, I was not partaking in the night. Light. Chad is sure. Chad's giving me the look. <laughs> sure. Chad's I could have swore I
3: saw you on that video. I yeah, saw. Keep yeah, Keep looking.
4: Keep looking. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go to the to the to the clubs and was not uh, in in the swimming pools down there. But I was fishing. This past weekend, and I had a something happen to me uh, that I've never experienced while fishing before, and it's something that we're going to talk about a little bit later. In the show, for so keep it here for that. Uh, I might tell the whole story in the podcast exclusive. Uh, don't forget about both of the podcasts that we put out for this show every week. We release the show podcast on Fridays. You get a chance to actually download the show's podcast before it even airs. And then we release the podcast exclusive on Mondays, which is always a fun discussion that you can only get there on the podcast. Get the pod, both podcasts, just about anywhere you can get podcasts, but uh, the radio.com app, I think, is the best place to do so. Radio.com app is free. You download it. You favorite the radio station. Then you have one-stop shopping for everything. You can stream the station 24-7, rewind live radio with the Radio Rewind feature and uh, download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. And again, it is all free. So uh, we'll be talking about a little fishing at the Lake of the Ozarks when we get uh, w- when we get to that podcast exclusive. And anytime we talk about fishing here on Second Amendment Radio, it is brought to you by our friends at Bluff City Outdoors uh, over there in Alton. They specialize in big catfish gear, of course, because they are right there on the banks of the Mississippi River. They have the big catfish gear, rods, reels, hook weights. They also carry a huge selection of crappie and bass lures and all of your spoonbill snagging needs. Uh, Basically, if you are going fishing, they have got you covered at Bluff City Outdoors. Check them out at bluffcityoutdoors.com. And right now, as I mentioned, we are going to talk to Chief Timothy Fagan, the police chief of Florissant, my hometown and the biggest municipality, the biggest city in St. Louis County. And of course, we are now uh, a couple weeks in, I guess, to the phase one reopening process of St. Louis County. And I wanted to get the chief on to talk about uh, some of the unique challenges and things that people are dealing with, uh, especially law enforcement is dealing with as we go through this reopening process. So Chief uh, Fagan, it's always great to talk with you, sir. How's it going?
5: It's good. How are you guys?
4: Cannot uh, cannot complain. So, as I said, uh, you know, uh, born and raised in Florissant, Missouri, so um, uh, uh, I'm very familiar with everything that's happening out there, up there. But uh, for people who aren't, uh, tell them about what's going on in, in Florissant these days.
5: You know, Florissant's a, uh, obviously, heavily residential area, and, and we have a good deal of businesses, and a lot of those businesses center around Uh, Restaurants, uh, there's bars, there's eating establishments, and and traditional retail. And so, with the reopening of St. Louis County, certainly it's been a busy time for us more so than anything, really fielding questions. Uh, You know, we, we, we field a lot of questions at the police department about, you know, what is it that we can do, what can't we do. You know, a lot of calls from businesses kind of taking a proactive approach saying, you know, we want to do the right thing here. So, kind of point us in the right
4: direction. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. A lot of people just don't know where to go to get that information. And it's interesting to, to hear you say even business owners uh, don't know where to go. So I imagine they are calling local law enforcement because they don't want to be doing something that they're not supposed to be doing, uh, doing something illegal, I guess. And, you know, and even though places are reopening, I'm seeing, you know, signs on, on stores that I've been shopping in throughout this entire process that now, for example, uh, the Target up there on Lindbergh has been one of the stores that's been open throughout this entire process. But I was there a couple days ago. And for the first time, there's a sign on the door that says you have to wear a mask. So even though some places are starting to reopen, there are uh, there are also new kind of rules being put into place. Um, If it's not the police department, where do you send people to get those types of questions answered?
5: You know, St. Louis County Health is really the best place for the specific questions. I mean, keep in mind that this is a a health order. This is a civil health order that's issued by the county that's going to pertain to everyone in St. Louis County, including, including the municipalities. So, Although certainly we have educated ourselves on the order and and certainly we have some people that are pretty versed in in what's in it, you know, St. Louis County Health is another great resource and maybe the best resource for specific questions as it relates to what's out there.
3: Go ahead, Bo. Hey chief, chief, I got a question for you. Um sure. because you are the chief of the entire department, uh when you uh talk to your dispatchers and they're getting phone calls from people cuz and I bring this up because there's some people that are so stringent with the rules. They're like, "Okay, I just saw somebody at Walmart that didn't have a mask on. Are you getting question mm. or you know calls like that? Like, you know, people want to do uh, you know, uh, civilian uh, you know, reports We're, to yeah. you?" To let you know things are you know not not like they should be do you get
5: those you know it, it, it's unbelievable honestly i mean that is <laughs> the biggest thing for us throughout this entire pandemic is just the volume of calls where people are upset with other folks you mm. know they think yeah. that they should be doing something that they're not or you know that they've had too many people at their residence you know a neighbor that's had a barbecue and there's more than 10 people and You know, we field a lot of those calls, too many people in the park, too many people walking. And, you know, it has been difficult, and there's been some frustration on, you know, certainly sometimes on the, the law enforcement side because, you know, these officers are in a unique situation where, you know, again, keep in mind this isn't a criminal order. This is a civil order. But at the same time, people call the police when they need help, and we want them to do that. But, you know, there's certain limitations to what it is that we as a law enforcement agency can do as it relates to Social distancing and mask, and you
4: know, those sort
3: of things. So, everybody wants to get in everybody's business, right?
4: Yeah, so that, yes, sir. that's an interesting point that you bring up because you know, if somebody calls the Florida Police Department and they say that they just saw somebody at Schnooks that you know doesn't have a mask on and they should there's nothing you you know but you can't get somebody to schnooks to find the person that doesn't have the ma- you know but when somebody calls and says there's a barbecue happening in my neighborhood and it's been going on for hours and there's you know more it's people Tony there's more people there than should be it's an interesting uh, um it's an interesting situation how how do you guys how have you guys been uh, sort of directed to handle those types of situations? And what's the newest rule? Because we had been living under this, you know, no more than 10 people at, in a, you know, a, a house or a residence um, throughout the pandemic. But uh, has that also changed with the reopening phase, the, the rules as far as like how many people you can have at your house or at a, a house party?
5: Well, just because we want to make things confusing, it, it depends on the scenario, right? So if you have a business, <laughs> you know, a lot of the, the business capacities are based on square footage. For instance, you know, if you have a business with less than 10,000 square feet, you know, you're allowed 25% of the building's authorized fire capacity. So in other words, the fire department's going to say a building this size, you can have X amount of folks inside the building. You know, and then if the building's over 10,000 square feet, there's additional rules. And, you know, when it comes to residences, the recommendation is still that we try to keep social gatherings to 10 people or less. Um, But keep in mind, a lot of these things, as it pertains to masks, there's some specific rules that are out there about employees. But the business can make decisions about customers. So, you know, you brought up Target. That was a decision that Target made to decide to implement you know, deciding to have customers wear these masks, you know. And so we've also fielded calls from businesses, calls such as, you know, I would like customers to wear a mask in my business. What if they refuse? What is it that we're allowed to do? What is it that, you know, the police department will help us do? And so it, it has been some interesting waters to navigate. And, you know, this, the scenarios, there's always a scenario that we don't think of that we get a phone call about yeah. it. And, you know, each situation is certainly dealt with individually. Uh, but the, the the hardest part is, again, it's, it's a civil health order. It's not a, a criminal right. violation of the law. And so it, it does become a little tricky from a law enforcement perspective. Yeah,
4: more than a little tricky. I I think it becomes extremely tricky. And you'd, you'd like to think that, you know, people would just honor that business's, desi- you know, whatever rules they want to put in place. I lean more towards being one of those people that is kind of ready to open things back up and get life back to normal. But I am also very reasonable about that process. And if a business... If a if a restaurant still only wants to do takeout, if I want to go to that restaurant, I'll still patronize them. You know, I'm not going to penalize them because they're not open like I would like to see everybody be. Or if a, if Target wants me to put on a mask before I go in and go shopping, then I have no problem with that. And I, I think it's I completely support their uh, their right to do so. And I also think that. And correct me if I'm wrong. That you know, if that's pretty much Target's decision and and responsibility to sort of enforce. However, it can get to a point where you know they try to tell somebody you can't come in here without a mask, and then and then they you know start making an issue out of it. When does it be? When 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 does that line get crossed where it becomes a police matter instead of a a, a business, a private business matter?
5: Right. And and first off, you're absolutely right. I I think the majority of people certainly respect whatever each individual business wants to do. We've been really fortunate that we haven't had to, to deal with any issues related to that. But where that would cross the line is just like any other situation, is if a business decides they've made the determination that they do not want to inside their business and they're going to ask you to leave, which they have the right to do, It can be for any number of reasons. You know, there's a a variety of things that that they ask people to leave for. If you refuse to leave, and then we can look into things like trespassing. You know, once you've been notified that you're Mm. no longer welcome on the property, you have to leave. Regardless of that reason, certainly there's some avenues. And so I think that's really what it is. And, 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 you know, in these cases, the officers are certainly instructed. You know, we would love to respond if we do get into one of these difficult situations, try to have a reasonable conversation with all the parties involved. And just settle it, you know. Hopefully, you know we can have the parties agree to disagree, part, and go their separate ways. You know, if we would have someone that would push that envelope and say, "I'm going into the store regardless of the business," and I'm not going to wear a mask, and the business owner is saying, "No, you can't come in," you know, again, that's when I think we would have to get into the middle of that scenario and, and look at our options as far as. You know, whether it's, again, trespassing is the first thing that's going to come to mind. That business has a right to refuse you entry into their business, you know, if they determine that they don't want you there.
4: Yeah, we're talking to the chief of police of Florissant, Chief Timothy Fagan. Go ahead, Bo.
5: Uh, yeah, uh,
4: uh, police departments.
3: Uh, uh, the police officers of your department and all over the country all take an oath, and I don't believe it's protect and serve and mediate. Is that is counseling? Huh. Is that on your is, is that in your oath or no? Huh.
4: <laughs> it's a good
5: point. I don't think it's in that oath, but we do an awful lot of it. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I know you do. Lot of it. And, yeah, and i, <laughs> I bet. I'll be honest. Law enforcement has changed so much, you know, over the last 25 years. Um, you know, and certainly our areas of responsibility and our approach to things is certainly you know, changed, and we've, we've certainly become much more educated in certain areas and, you know, probably for the better in most circumstances. But, yeah, they, they wear a lot of different hats in a day. There's no doubt about that.
4: Chief,
3: well, thanks for your service.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Chief, what Chief, uh, what about the, from what you can gather at least, the community, the business owners, what's the mood in, in Florissant? And I know you can't speak to the county as a whole, but you guys do do an awful lot of uh, coordination with uh, all the other municipalities in St. Louis County. Um, are businesses wanting to open their doors back up? Are, are citizens pressuring government and, you know, like really wanting to get back out in the parks and in the restaurants and everything else? Um, or is it still a 50 50 split? Like, is there is there a lean towards, you know, one way or the other, whether it's time to open back up or or stay locked down?
5: You know, without having the specific statistical data, obviously, I can tell you that in our interactions, you know, we have a close relationship with our business community. I think that these businesses want to get open and want to get back to business. You know, I mean, we have a lot of small businesses, a lot of, uh, you know, family-owned bars and restaurants. And, you know, I think people do want to get back open. With that in mind, I think that they're, they're cautious. You know, I mean, I, you know, there's a particular restaurant near the, the police department that we, we frequent. You know, they're, they're really anxious to get their business up and running again. But at the same time, they're going out of their way to take extreme caution to make sure that they're keeping their employees and their customers safe. I would definitely say that the sentiment that I'm hearing is, is they want to get things moving again. Um, but again, there's that, that level of caution that, that I think each one of them is being smart and exercising you know, for all the right reasons, but I think they need to get things going again for their for their survival.
4: Well, I'll say personally, as a resident of Florissant, as I do every time uh, we get the opportunity to talk, I appreciate you and I appreciate everything that the Florissant uh, police officers do for the community. I think you guys do a wonderful job and uh, please keep it up. And you mentioned it earlier, but before we let you go, um, one more time, tell people where they can get this information. I know you said you've been fielding a lot of questions there at the police department. Uh, People just want to know. They want to get this information. What businesses can I go to? What am I allowed to do as far as house parties? What do I need to do when I'm out and about? Where do I have to wear a mask? There's all these questions that people have. Uh, Where is the best place for people to go and get that information?
5: The best place for them to go is going to be the St. Louis County website, which will direct them to the health department, which is going to have all of the executive orders on there. There's a list of facts and questions, and and St. Louis County's order is going to be found there, and, and again, that is going to be the best place. Certainly, we're here to assist folks. We're here to interpret things for them, and when we don't know the answer, certainly we have people in positions that they can reach out and get that information uh, and provide it to immaculately and correctly, but I think St. Louis County's uh, website And the St. Louis County Health Department is going to be their best bet to get the specifics that they're looking for.
4: Great stuff. Great info. Great insight. Chief Tim Fagan from Florissant, thank you so much for your time, sir. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you both very much. Take care. Have a great day. You bet. You too. All right. We need to take another quick break. When we get back, we'll talk to our buddy Mike McCleary from Intervine. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Producer Chad Ellis, Bo Matthews is at home practicing proper social distancing. In just a minute, we are going to talk to our friend Mike McCleary from Intervine. It's my understanding that there is uh, at least a new announcement to some of the great offers that uh, Mike has for the listeners of Second Amendment Radio, so don't go anywhere. I love to talk to Mike. Uh, we'll get caught up with him in just a moment. But first, uh, since we're going to be talking about the great outdoors every time we talk about the great outdoors, it is brought to you by... Razorback Armory, they're a full-service firearm shop that strives to be
3: the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. You can find them online at RazorbackArmory.com. You can also find them in De Pair on Manchester Road, a half mile east of 270. On the south side of Manchester, look for the word tennis. There's a tennis shop right next to them. But tell them, both say you, to Razorback Armory.
4: So let's get Mike into the discussion now. And also want to remind you that Mike is going to be sticking around and and participate in the podcast exclusive this week, so make sure you're downloading both of our podcasts, the show podcast we release on Friday, the podcast exclusive goes out on Monday, get both of those podcasts uh, just about anywhere you can download podcasts, uh, but especially the radio.com app. And Mike, uh, it is official, you cannot go into any room of my house without spotting a lantern or flashlight from Intervine. Uh, thank you very much for sending the blue one to my son here recently. He was very jealous that my daughter had the white, uh, uh, lantern that she uses as her night light. I've talked about it many times. So now my son has the blue lantern. My daughter has the white lantern. They both have the little circle. Uh, I don't, don't know the name of that one, but. We are we are illuminated at the Colombo house thanks to Intervine. so thank you very much and it's great to talk with you my friend how's it going
1: uh, it's great to talk to you guys as usual and I love hearing that too that you know not just your whole house is illuminated but your son has the blue one and you know yes. did you realize that his can charge his phone or whatever device he has
4: well he's he three a, so okay. he's <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean, good. but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a device he's he does use he does have an old uh, tablet. I, yeah one of our old iPads that he uses all the time and he's actually very good at it so uh, yeah he he will we'll, he'll have to start utilizing that because definitely that tablet is always dead uh, but uh, but yeah it's just another one of the uh, the great Irvine products that we talk about all the the time. And uh, as I mentioned, Mike's going to stick around and be a part of the podcast exclusive. So uh, we're going to talk about my experiences at the Lake of the Ozarks last weekend uh, in that podcast exclusive. But uh, while we had a few minutes here on the show, um I just mentioned it. You told me off the air. I don't even know what's happening yet. We've had these great offers from Intervine. Of course, you guys make the brightest, longest-lasting flashlights and lanterns and headlamps uh out on the market anywhere. Great customer service. Also, batteries in all different sizes offered there at Intervine. And uh, we've had this 50% off deal and a way to get a free lantern that's been available to our listeners for a while uh, but uh, you said that there's, uh, there's a new announcement, so please let us know what's happening.
1: Yeah, so you know, first off, I, I love seeing all, uh, all the people buying camping lanterns right now because what it's showing me is people are getting outdoors. They're taking advantage of this time to get out, get around, do some camping with the family. So we're seeing sales like we've never seen before. It's awesome. It's all a good sign of people like, really spending more family time, so we love that. But that also made me challenge myself. You know, what can I do to beat a free offer? Uh, The first talk to my employees, I don't know, laughed at me like they normally do. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Um,
1: But here's what we're going to do. One, we're going to keep the 50% off going. Anyone who wants to get a 50% off product, just use discount code Tony at Intervine.com or they can buy on Amazon. Just go to Intervine.com slash Tony, takes them right to Amazon, buy any of our products for 50% off. We're going to keep that going until things get back normal. Now, as far as beating the free offer, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away, we're going to continue giving away a free lantern to anyone who wants it via a 100% product rebate. We're offering a different lantern this month. We did the 1,500. That's our brightest possible lantern out there, you know, the past couple months. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to offer the 1,000 lantern, which you may not think it's as bright, but this thing is super bright. But it's also dimmable, so you can really control it down to any nth degree you want. And it's got some cool flashing and red motes, like, for fishing, for stargazing. That's the special. Anyone, so anyone who's even gotten the existing Free Lantern, come on back. Shoot us an email to VIP at intervine.com. And we will also give you another Free Lantern so you can try them both out. Dang. But that's not all, Tony. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, there's more. And then there's
5: more. But but wait.
4: But wait, there's more.
1: (laughs) Billy (laughs) Mays. So, Everyone needs batteries to run our lanterns, and we have batteries back in stock. So when you go ahead and you get the free lantern on Amazon, you know, we'll give you instructions on in doing that. If you add the D-sized batteries to your order, you're going to get those completely for free as well. Looked so we're like going to give you the lantern the with the rebate. Baggage
4: for free. <laughs> Did you hear Chad? Chad just said, well, looks no. like I'm getting another lantern. <laughs> that, I'm
3: writing notes over here. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah.
4: That is fantastic. So just just so everybody is clear. To get the free lantern and the batteries uh, to run it for free, uh, it's just send an email to VIP at Intervine.com. Send an email to that address, VIP at Intervine.com, and uh, you'll get the details on how that works. And if you just want to go shopping and you want to buy flashlights and lanterns and headlamps and batteries uh, on Intervine or on Amazon, Intervine.com. And use my name Tony as your discount code or entervine.com slash Tony if you prefer to shop on Amazon. If you missed any of that, just send me a tweet or an email and I'll explain it all or, again. But <laughs> if you're on the radio.com app, just back it up.
1: Radio
3: Rewind. Yeah, yeah
4: there you go. And you just <laughs> mentioned you just <laughs> mentioned, um, Mike, about people buying the lanterns, the flashlights like never before. And you know, we're finally there. The weather it seemed like it, it was never gonna warm up. It's almost June and uh we've you know, not had the the typical warm weather yet until now. Um but it does seem like people are getting out and about in the great outdoors and uh do, what what do you attribute that to? You've been doing this for a while. Why why this year after the pandemic does it seem like um you know, people are either reacquainting themselves or maybe getting out for the first time.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, one, like you said, the weather's finally turned nice. It's, it's gorgeous out. This, you know, it, it looks like the whole month of June is going to be beautiful. And I think people, they need something to brighten their moods. They've been locked up in their house for, you know, well over a month and a half or so right now. And getting outside when the weather's nice, it just, let's face it, fresh air, sunlight, being with your family, cooking some food, maybe having a drink, just hanging out. What else can you do to make, you know, revive your soul? Uh, and that, that's where I actually talk to our customers. That's what most of them are doing. And so I love it. And I think we're going to try to do the same thing for ourselves. Get out there. Get out in the, the wildlife and actually enjoy some fresh air and clean outdoors.
3: Yeah. Amen to that. Just the change of scenery, you know, just getting out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, Tony, before you tell us your fishing story at yeah. the party cove like at Lake of the Ozarks, no. um, I, do, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to mention my neighbor Brad went to Blue Springs. They had the storms rolling last weekend. And he got the 1,500- uh, Monster lantern, and he's a tent camper. He's not an RV camper. RVs have generators, so if you're a tent camper, do not leave without one of these Intervine flashlights or lanterns because it,
1: it it's life changer. It really is.
4: It's your primary oh, source of light. It, yeah, man. go ahead, Mike.
1: <clears throat> yeah, we, we appreciate that. You know, because we 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 love hearing people use these things, especially when the power goes out we have at least, you know, half a dozen in our house cuz you never know when the storm's going to hit this spring. You never know when you're going to need light in outdoors and tell you what, they light up a whole room. They definitely light up a whole tent. I'm sure your friend knows that, Bo. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah. For the record, I'm not a tent camper anymore. Once I once I slept in an RV, I was done. <laughs> yeah, it, gave away my pup tent.
4: Yeah, I can't argue with that. I used to be a tent guy, but now as I get older, I need a little bit. I need a little bit more of the uh, of the comforts of the uh, of the RV. Uh, but uh, we've got to wrap up the show here. Like I mentioned, though, Mike McCleary from Entervine going to stick around and be a part of the podcast exclusive. I hope you are able to download that as well. You can get both of our podcasts every week on the Radio.com app. So please go and check that out, and don't miss this opportunity to get uh, another free lantern and batteries from Entervine by sending an email to. To VIP at intervine.com or just go shopping for everything that Intervine offers at 50% off by going to intervine.com and using my name Tony as your discount code or go to intervine.com slash Tony if you prefer to shop on Amazon. Uh, it'll take you right to that Amazon page where the 50% discount is applied as well. It's I-N-T-E-R-V-I-N-E intervine.com. So we're gonna wrap up the show here and continue the discussion on the podcast exclusive. For my partner, Bo Matthews, and producer Chad yes, else, I am Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. See you, boys.
3: This has been second amendment radio in the great outdoors sponsored by intervine get the best camping lanterns flashlights and more at intervine.com
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today